0: It is Tanya Burton. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. My goal as a fitness professional is to motivate you, inspire you, and today we have a special guest that's going to inspire you uh, with your weight loss journey, and I'm so excited to interview you. Sandy, welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello. This is exciting. Yes. Um, So Sandy and I, we have been working together since February of 2019. So about a year and a half, which is crazy, because honestly, it feels like I've known you forever. <laughs> it seems, exactly. so much, yeah. seems so much longer than that. So today, what we're going to talk about is, is her journey, you know, what, what obstacles she faced prior to signing up and her experience through the program and her amazing results. And um, I'm going to give you a lightning round of questions. So wait for it to the end. Sounds good. Okay, so let's go back to, we started in February, but what was going on in January? Your health, what were you eating? What was your activity like?
1: Oh gosh, I was a slug. Let's just, you know, let's just call a slug a slug. slug. And um, what was I eating? You know, I, I think I'll take it a step back to December Okay. because I was really pretty much just eating whatever I wanted to eat. My favorite go-to comfort food is a greasy dripping cheeseburger and french fries with sour cream, as much sour cream on it. Cause I don't like, you know, I don't do mustard or ketchup or mayonnaise, but boy, I just put sour cream on everything. And, and so I was eating a lot of that coming through the holidays, eating a lot of, of chocolate. I'm a chocoholic like you would not believe. And uh, I crave cakes and donuts and you know, a lot
0: of that, that really heavy. Don't forget the glass of wine.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, we, you know, lots of wine. I love my red wine. You know, what can I say? Um, you know, the doctor says that uh, one glass an evening is probably pretty good for your health, but I do have a glass that'll hold a whole bottle. Just saying, you know. Just put the straw um, in there. Yeah, put a straw in there. It's all good. I'm just This is not wine, by the way.
0: This is water, so don't <laughs> come drinking
1: while I'm interviewing you. This is not water. water. <laughs> It is white, you know, there's I'm not gonna be any miracle happen where the water gets turned into wine while we're visiting. I promise you that. So uh so yeah, I mean it was pretty much everything, anything, and and really not stressing too much over it. And you know, we all go through that. Oh my gosh, it's the first of the year. What kind of um, resolutions am I gonna make this year? And what do I want? And I've learned historically that if I make specific resolutions, I break them within a couple of, of months. You know. And so for the last probably two or three years before meeting you, I really made this general resolution always that I want to be healthier. And what I meant by that was I wanna be healthier in an overall aspect. I wanna be healthier physically. I wanna be healthier mentally. I wanna be healthier financially. I wanna be healthier spiritually. Um, and, and how do you get that? And, you know, for the past few years prior to meeting you, I always started off really well, but before six months went by, then the idea of what is healthier, kind of slips, just like we all kind of have a tendency to slip with our new year's resolutions. And so, um, you know, January 2nd rolls around and I drop, I step up on the scale and I had not been on the scale for probably a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, And I saw a number that I had not seen um, for quite some time. Uh, I won't say I'd never seen it because I have health issues. And at one time, uh, which I think we'll touch on in battling some of my health issues, some of the medication that I had gotten on, I did get as high as 220 pounds. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had been kind of hanging out there between 180 and 190 for a while. And I got on the scale and I was at 217 pounds. And I said, this just can't happen. This
0: can't happen. Uh, that had to be painful. I mean, that's almost a 20 pound difference.
1: It was horrible. I just cried. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this by myself because I've tried over and over and over and over to do it by myself. And my my beautiful, wonderful daughter-in-law had been successful in her journey with you at this point. Of course, she's been much more successful since then. But Mm-hmm. it was working for her and I had seen her battle previously in trying to figure out how to get healthier um and she was making great strides and she's like and I had met you through some other people um you know I actually got a massage from you once and and I knew who you were but not in this aspect and she's like you really should try working with Tanya um and so I called you up and we sat down and we had a visit um and I will be honest when I left there I thought mm-hmm. I don't know. She's a little over the top for me. You know, she's just really hyper, hyper, hyper. Are we going to mesh? Are we going to fit? Um, am I going to be successful at this? Is this something that is, is really going to work? And, you know, a year and a half later, I can say, thank God for Tanya. (laughs) My You know, thank God. Well, because I can go right there with you. It's quite all right. But, you know, at the, I think that, I was so used to failing mm-hmm. that the idea, I, it was hard to get out of my mind. This is just going to be another failure. Is it just going to look a little bit different, but it's still going to be a failure. Yeah. And, and how am I going to cope with that? So, but it didn't.
0: That's right. <laughs> so FYI, if you sign up with me, just be prepared with, um, I do provide energy I hope you enjoy it. i um, a very peppy person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know, the one thing that I think is really awesome about you, Tanya, is that you, it doesn't take you long to tune in to your client and who we are. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like you're very diligent in trying to find out who we are and being able to meet us where we're at and to be able to identify what is needed from you as a coach that's going to work for us. Um, and I don't know, you know, I, I don't know how you do it, but you can, because there's times when, when you're able to figure out that what we need is we need a swift kick in the butt, Mm
0: -hmm. or do we
1: need a cheerleader? And the funny part about it is that you can still kick us in the butt while still being a cheerleader. And, and that I think is, is something that's really necessary to help us to be successful.
0: Absolutely. Um, Thank you. And, And that's my ultimate goal. Um, I've, I went through a lot of coaches And a lot of them gave me truth like you need to do this and you need to do this and when i messed up there was no grace it was hey you need to do this or you can quit and we're not working together anymore and i'm like i'm human and i love food so you know there's a difference you know i'm trying and so i always told myself when i become a coach you're going to give them grace you're also going to give them truth because they need to know what compassion is and forgive themselves. Because if they don't, they won't move on, and they need to know the truth of hey, this is what we got to do to keep going on. And you, you have, oh my gosh, that's like a one eighty from you personally. We'll get to that sec- in a second because I mean, I'm, you know, as your coach, I've seen you at your lowest. You know, it just mentally, physically, emotionally, like all of that to, so to see you now, it's like, who is this? Is that Sandy? You know, you just have such a, a presence, a presence of confidence um, in who you are and you just shine and beam with energy. And I go, that's the goal. But anyway, let's go rewind. Yeah. Um. So starting off, you're a slug. Yeah, I, I, I truly was. I didn't have the energy
1: um, to do the things that I wanted to do. I, uh, uh, I started to say, you know, that I, yeah, I was spending a lot of time in bed, but I, I do that now. <laughs> I'm one of those people that go to bed at like eight o'clock, but then I get up at 4am. Right. So not because I have to be to work at 430. So I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, but, but it's, it, it, I just didn't have the energy. And, and the thing about it, I think the biggest thing for me is I had really a very low level of sense of Mm -hmm. self-worth and um, no confidence, no self-worth, no that um, I must've had some because I decided I wanted to try this again, but, but I've constantly struggled with that, that, that I wasn't going to be successful. I'm a failure. I'm stupid. I'm ugly. I'm dumb. I can't do things. I, you know, I try and I screw them up and I make mistakes and was very, Internally, more so, very hard on myself all the time, mm-hmm. you know. And um, you've helped me with that.
0: So, well, so. Well, and, and honestly, a lot of people literally everything you said like 99% of the people have told me that that's where they're coming from. And I'm like, you won't believe what nutrition and exercise can do internally. And when you change internally, you will change your appearance outward. But it yeah. starts from within because if you don't believe that you got this, I could teach everyone the same principles, but if you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe like I, I can do this, it's not going to work. And so I try to pull some confidence out every session. I'm like, come on, tell me something good. Let's go. You can do this. Like, you know, we forget all the good things that we have accomplished in our lives. And you have shown that. So let's go for like the first six months we're working together. What were your biggest obstacles and your biggest accomplishments that first six months? So I think one of the, the biggest obstacles,
1: I have two big obstacles that I battle all the time. Of course, my major big obstacle is my own sense of abilities. Right. And, and so, I mean, that's always my, my number one obstacle. And I think probably everyone's obstacle, if they will admit it, is, is our own confidence and our abilities to do whatever it is that we set our mind to. And so, so that is one main thing. But on top of that, I have health issues that I have to deal with constantly. Um, and during those first six months, I have, was having a lot of difficulties that kept me from being able to work out the way that I wanted to work out. Um, I have degenerative disc disease in my neck and it had flared. And on top of that, my work with what I do for a job during the time you and I first started working together, I traveled a lot.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I was not only burning up the highway, I was burning up the airways And, and I travel a lot and trying to figure out how to build that in to my plan and build that into what I'm doing and plan for it rather than having it derail me, rather than my habitual, of which also creeped up quite a bit in there, but my habitual of, well, but I'm traveling today. I don't have time to deal with. How do I figure out how to eat right? I'm just gonna hit a drive-through um, and how to plan for all of that. Um, my, what I felt good about it is I kind of figured out how to do that for a while.
0: You know, let's share that because a lot of people use it as a crutch or an excuse, or maybe just lack of self-awareness of you do control what you eat when you're traveling. But how did you accomplish that? So
1: I did it in a couple of ways. And so if I was doing traveling in my vehicle, then if I was going to be traveling over a normal period or time period where you would have a meal and I would hit a drive through, um, I packed my lunch. And it's one of those things of, okay, I'm not an individual generally when I'm traveling because I spend so much time doing it that wants to go to a restaurant and go in and sit down. Or even do I go to a rest spot? I hit a drive-thru and I keep going. You know, what can I eat that's in my hand? You know, don't give me a salad and a fork because I can't do that when I'm driving my car. So give me what that you're... cheeseburger. What, what would you, was, is that what you would order? Cheeseburger. I, that was my habit. I would go down the highway eating a cheeseburger and French fries out of my lap. Oh, by the way, don't forget the sour cream that was sitting to the side so I could dip in it. Right.
0: Oh my. All
1: right. So what I learned <laughs> is ways to make food that I could hold in my hand. That was the key. Is I, I had to figure out for me what was my key. And my key was, and I know some people can do this, they can have a little cup with a spoon in it and figure out how to eat while they're driving, but To me, it was too much trouble. Mm -hmm. Too much trouble, I'm not going to do it. So how can I do something to eat? Well, you know, they make these wonderful things called wraps, right? And so being able to find low-calorie, high-fiber, great wraps, which you explain a lot of those to us, which ones you could have, and being able to make my own and learning how to substitute fat-free Greek yogurt for sour cream, trust me, people, it's the same thing. Um, I was introduced to that actually from my daughter-in-law. She's like, try this, you're not gonna believe it, and it worked. And so, you know, ladle that on there, and put my uh, low-fat, calorie, um, high-protein, protein on there, and some cheese, and roll that baby up, and I would have, you know, a wrap, and I would be able to eat that down the road. Um, if I was going to be having to go out to eat, whether I'm taking my staff out to eat or I'm attending a leadership meeting and I'm being taken out to eat. Um, I found that um, the only people that it bothered from, to be asked about where are we going to go to eat it was me and asking the question. It didn't bother the That's people who were going to take me someplace for me to say, do you know where you're, where we're going to go? Right. You know, and that, that was a hurdle to get over that, you know, they're, they're like, yeah, they'll tell you. So I would find out where we were going. I would go online. If they didn't have an online menu, I'd call them and ask them to fax me a menu and figure out what they had so that I could determine what I was going to order ahead of time. Now, I will tell you, there were several times that I arrived and I just threw that out the window and had whatever everybody else was eating because it looked good. And, and the hardest thing for me to learn that you helped teach me is that was okay when it happened, mm-hmm. which we'll go there later. But but the big thing was packing your toolbox to make you successful when you travel. And that was either taking your own food that you know that you were going to eat or finding out where you're going ahead of time and planning for what you're going to order so that when they get ready to hand you the menu, which is going to be tempting when you see everything on the menu would be to say, no, thank you. I already know what
0: I want because yeah. not looking at the menu mm-hmm. and you're not being tempted. And right. I remember one conversation that we had, cause you're like, Hey, they're going to have pizza and I don't know what kind. And I'm, and I'm like, Hey, let's Communication is so huge. A lot of us, we feel like an inconvenience where it's, like you said, nobody cares. Just ask what we're having. And I remember, didn't they have, like, make a special one or how did? Yeah, I did.
1: I asked. I'm like, and that was, it was a huge leadership meeting I was going to. And is pizza going to come in? I'm like, Tanya, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't want to look like, you know, I'm being a pain and blah, blah, blah. And so I just called and I'm like, you know, here's the deal. (laughs) You know, can I and, and lo and behold, they're like, look, we have ways that you can order what you want on that pizza. They were they decided to do me a personal pizza and I was able to order a healthy style pizza, which to me it's not pizza if it's not got a whole lot of sausage and a whole lot of cheese on it. But I did learn that spinach on a pizza is pretty good. You know, it can be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I think learning and getting over the hurdle of asking you know you're not being a bother. and for me it was always I don't want to be a bother. I don't want to have special anything I'll just I won't eat if they don't have what I can eat which is set yourself up to fail because you know you're going to be hungry and then you're going to eat and so um so yeah really is planning ahead and 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 then not beating yourself up if that plan falls through, which was really hard for me. And you know, I wasn't successful the first, highly successful the first time you and I worked together. We dropped about 20 pounds. And I said, I can do this on my own now. And what was it, four or five months later, I knocked on your door and I said, I need help. This is not working yet. I'm not, I don't have it yet. I don't, it hasn't become... I, I was still dieting and not living a new life. And really, if you're dieting, that is something that's short term that you're eventually going to stop because you can't live your life on a diet. You have to really, how does it become a new life for you? How do you become... Uh, I don't want to say a new person, but it's, it's a new way of doing you, you know, we always say you do you boo. Well, let's be a new you Um, because, because when you're, you do you boo, you can do that forever, right? That's just you being you. And so how do you, how do you move from, I'm on this diet to being a new you and, and, and it, we're all on a different speed which I also have learned, thank you, Tanya, it's okay to be going at a slow speed,
0: yeah.
1: um, that, that it, it, in, until you actually change more than just what you eat, you're always going to be on a diet. Yeah. Because if all you've changed is the food that's going in your mouth, that's a diet. Yeah. You have to change more than just the food that you're choosing to put in your mouth.
0: And that's where habits and routine and your mental mindset come in and it takes so much longer than we anticipate. And I love how authentic and real you are, because this is a point that I want to get across. You lost 20 pounds and that was like a few months into it. And sometimes we get the confidence of, Oh, I know what I need to do. Track my food, calorie deficit. Okay. There's a component we forget. We kind of feel like, okay, I could do this on my own. And what happened is you maintained and I think even eventually you were up maybe a few pounds the next yeah time. I went up I went up about eight or nine pounds, I think. Even though you know what to do. Like we still kept doing the same thing later on. The difference is accountability. The difference is when you pay, you pay attention. When you have support that helps you every single week, you raise the bar and you raise the standard of how you're gonna present yourself. Because when you when you leave, what happens is you're like, okay, no one's checking in on me. Oh, it's okay for me to splurge here and here and here. So your standard of yourself kind of goes back into being comfortable. And I'm like, all right, no, no, no. You know, you can not do better. And that's what happens when you sign up and you have accountability. You start showing up because you know, every week I'm going to ask you, tell me something good. Tell me your wins. And you're like, well, for you to get wins, you have to do something all week, right? You have to show up for yourself. And so I, I I love the honesty in that because so many people are like oh I know what to do and then they don't lose anything and it's like oh snap here's the thing that was me as well so when people ask me why'd you have a coach for a whole year don't you get it you just track your food and you're fine and I'm like there's so much more there's more habits I've had bad habits for years I'm not gonna change myself in a few weeks it ain't gonna happen I went from exactly like you sluggish tired eating whatever I want not moving to now I have to learn how to eat right and not depend on willpower or discipline. It's just me. And it takes so much longer to do. And even then after a year, I'm like, "Mm, I don't think I'm near that. I'm not like, I'm not there. I think it was about a year and a half to two years where I'm like, this is my new identity. And so I love the realness and that the fact that you're like, all right, Tanya, I'm not there yet. And which I completely uh, respect that you did that because I I try to tell everyone, stick with a coach until you hit your goal weight or if you're within like five pounds, don't do it. If you sell 50 pounds more to go, it's harder. Your progress is going to slow down because you don't have that accountability. Um, so I love that when we got together again, what's really interesting is you had a lot of changes at that time you were moving.
1: It was a lot, a lot of changes going on in my life. I had, uh, we, uh, I wanted to come back to Sedalia. I've lived away from, I've lived away from here for over 18 years. Um, and my grandsons are getting to the age that they have a lot of after-school activities and it was difficult for me to come down. I mean, I lived over an hour away and there, it might be an hour event, you know, a concert or something at school midweek and you spend, you know, two and a half hours on the road to see them for an hour, which of course I'm going, Right. Uh, But it it was exhausting. And um, so I wanted to come back home and all my family lives down here. And so um, bought my first home, you know, was shopping in November of of 2019. I started shopping for a house. Um, We moved the office down, a lot of changes, a lot of health issues going on at the same time because with the stress, um, you know, was, I have some chronic health issues and it was causing those to flare. And at the same time that I'm doing all this, my travel for work went up, and so, so it was it was a struggle, um, and um, there were uh, weeks that I had to learn that giving myself was grace was okay,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which was difficult at times, and then you know you finally just started it. It's like there's going to be a point in everyone's journey that you have to get over before you can say, I think I can do this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because you're saying it externally, I'm gonna do this, but internally, it's not the same dialogue going on inside your health, yourself in your head mm-hmm. with yourself than you're expressing externally a lot of the times. Right. I think that, that we all need to own that. There's things, our external persona, Is often much different than what we have internally going on when we're beating ourselves up and we're calling ourselves names and we're saying you're never going to to be successful at this and you're just not worthy you know Mm -hmm. to go on and so at some point that has to change and I think that the fact that working with you as a coach is not just focused on teaching us how to work out you know our muscles um, physically the muscles in our body but, uh, and how to do that successfully and at our, our pace and how to eat, but you also work with us on this mindset
0: mm-hmm.
1: and work with us on identifying what tools need to be in that toolbox mm-hmm. psychologically for you to be successful, because again, we want to move off being on a diet and an exercise routine to becoming a new you and something that is Is who you are on a daily routine and and um and that was something that i think was invaluable for me um, to really get in the niche and i think that over the time period i've worked with you alone i've worked with you as a a, with a partner with someone and i've been in group settings and i think that for me trying to figure out what you need i needed a little bit of all of that Mm -hmm. Hey, I needed the ability to talk one-on-one with you and to get into the nitty-gritty, but I needed those group settings as well because um, that was a place where you can hear other people are thinking and feeling and doing the same thing that's going on in your head that you don't want to talk about out loud. Right. And, And you hear them talking about how they dealt with that and how they changed their mindset. Um, and, and you're like, okay, sure. you're over there writing notes, looking around going, oh yeah, you do what? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah." Inside you're thinking, I'd never do that. That's not something that's going to work for me, but outside you're like, oh, okay, I'll write that down. I'll do that. Affirmations. What? You want me to do what every morning? You want me to look in the mirror and do what? Well, that ain't going to work, you know, and then three months later, I'm looking in the mirror and I realize across the top, I've got written, you are worthy of love and you are, and I'm like, it did work, right? You know, so, so, but it's listening to what other people are doing and realizing that, you know, try it. Something's going to work for you. Something's going to click for you. And it's not, it's not something for me. It's not something that ever would have happened on my own. You know, it was having the coach and having, having a coach like you, who's able to identify, okay, we're doing this one-on-one for now. What if we try you in this group type of thing? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that you have the experience of a coach of being able to identify where we're at in our journey and what maybe we need next
0: mm-hmm.
1: or how to kind of mix it up mm-hmm. uh, to try to get us where we need to go. Um, yeah. And so I'm, I'm greatly appreciative of that. So, cause it worked. thank you. It's working because my journey's not done. That's right. You know, my journey is not done. I still have a, a ways to go. And I have, it's like, um, I just keep shifting, um, as to what my focus is on because again, I'm trying to become healthier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I know a lot of people are, are always interested in, okay, well, she used to eat. Burgers and fries and, you know, sour cream by the shovel and wine and shots of whiskey. um, Chocolate, Little Debbie's. So give us kind of an overview of what would your typical week grocery list look like now? Oh, it's pretty simple. Um, So I get cashew milk
1: gotta have my cashew milk that's the only kind of milk that i use i use it for making my own chai tea lattes at home which are much healthier um, than starbucks um and i get um instead of buying hamburger i buy 99 fat-free turkey ground turkey and so i i eat an awful lot of ground turkey and i eat ground chicken and i eat chicken breast um very seldom do I eat burger anymore? And I have to be honest with you, part of that was health wise about how I got there because I was having some reflux issues earlier in this year and it limited what I could eat. But now I'm beyond even craving a a burger. I I have my turkey and I I make a patty out of it. And so it's good. Um, I keep eggs on hand and I make sure when I buy my eggs, guys don't be buying those extra large eggs anymore you don't need an extra large egg just get a medium or a large egg you know um so that's huge different um although i will say that uh when my daughter-in-law gives me eggs from her house because they get eggs from from a farmer sometimes they're medium sometimes those babies are pretty big and that's okay i'm gonna eat them Um, but if i go buy them i try to get the, the smaller egg and i substitute egg whites so that if I want to have scrambled eggs, I only use one egg. And then I, I do egg whites because you're still getting the yellowness from the one egg. It still tastes like scrambled eggs, but you are having a much healthier uh, type of, of, of sandwich. Um, vegetables, I'm not still not a huge vegetable eater. I struggle with that every day. I will be honest. There are three, four or five days that go by and I don't eat a single vegetable. Don't like them. Hate them. Um, but you know, right now, if you looked in my refrigerator, you'd find some lettuce and some cauliflower and some mushrooms so that, uh, I could eat that for a salad, um, and some fat-free cottage cheese. Everything says fat-free on it, which is not something that's normal. Um, and then, um, I use faye. I think, am I pronouncing that right? I'm um, Fat-free Greek yogurt. Fage, yeah. Fage, yeah. fage, Whatever. But I keep a big jug of that in my
0: refrigerator because that's my sour cream. Yeah. And, that's, and that's a great one to use for dips. Oh, my yeah. gosh. You mix it with, like, some ranch powder. And there's your dip for your broccoli yeah. and your carrots. And... So thanks for sharing your overview. For some people, they're like, oh, my gosh. There's no way my grocery list would be with ground turkey, egg whites, what is that shift because here's the thing i don't force you to buy anything i can recommend stuff but ultimately it's your schedule it's your taste buds and i want you to be able to pick things you're going to enjoy that is sustainable right What's the shift how is it you go from burgers fries all this delicious greasy food to now lean meat lean protein sources it's number one it's being willing to try
1: Mm Okay, because, you know, you have this mindset in your head. It's not going to taste good. Right. It's not going to taste good. And I want to taste good. Um, Seasons, you know, you learn about seasonings. Um, And for me, it wasn't that I just went to the store and suddenly had this whole different shopping basket. I did a little at a time, you know, because that's what worked for me. Um, And just trying... To, to say, to substitute, I want, I'm going to be honest with you, how many times I bought a a bag of lettuce and it sat in my refrigerator until it went in the trash, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but I didn't give up. I kept buying the lettuce Um, and eventually I started eating the lettuce and I kind of like, you know, lettuce now, you know, and say, yeah, I'll do that. I'll take that. Um, So it's a, it's a, it's a consistency thing. Mm -hmm of consistently trying to do that. And there is nothing wrong with treating yourself mm-hmm. and having that cheeseburger once in a while. Yeah. If your body lets you. Right. Um, um, but I think for me, there was this huge struggle that I had. And I think I had it right up until I got out of the 180s, let's be honest. Yeah. Of that... I don't know how many of you all have done this, but you get up in the morning and you've got this mindset, and today's gonna be a good day. And then around 10 o'clock in the morning, you realize you don't know why, but you've just eaten enough food that you would normally eat in three days, right? Uh, Or you, somebody offered you a piece of cake at work and you took it. My mindset was always, well, there went today. I might as well just keep eating anything and everything I can get my hands on. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, well, I already, you know, there went this week. I might as well just start fresh next Monday. I'll just go ahead and eat, start fresh next Monday. So I think it was a combination. That's a combination of things of number one is that you're trying. I was trying to legit- legitimize me eating wrong and eating this stuff that I shouldn't be eating. But also part of me was uh, it's not going to work. You know, I have done this so many times, I'm going to get down to 180 and then I'm going to bounce around between 180 and 190, just like always. And and no matter how hard I try, it's not going to be different. And I think it wasn't until the first time I got on the scale and I was below 180 that my mind clicked. And it was like, you can do this, Mm -hmm. it's possible. Mm-hmm. You've battled with this for years and years and years. You've taken medication that has side effects of weight gain. And you're just like, I'm never going to be able to get the weight off because now my body chemistry has changed because of the amount of years I was on medication. Um, it is possible. It may not, I'm not going to say absolutely everybody can do it, but I think that it's, it's really about having that ability to have that holistic approach versus being on a diet yes and and it clicked and you know when i got on the scale this morning i'm down to 154 pounds
0: yes. you I'm
1: know 17 that is amazing like wow you know um i've learned how to uh order clothes online appropriately now because um, I have said I have a chronic health issue. I have an autoimmune disease, and so you know, with the big bad COVID going on, I'm not out there running around. Um, so I uh, uh, we switched to home officing and I found that uh, for being on these Zoom meetings for work, I was putting my clothing on, and y'all couldn't see it, but in the back, I had these uh, binder clips holding my clothes tight because my clothes were all too big. <laughs> So I would use the binder clips on the back of them where people could see to pull, to pull my clothes tighter uh, because I still had, you know, very large clothing. Um, and now I'm in, ordering mediums. Mm-hmm. And I, have, I don't know that I've, my son was born in 1982. And I think that since he was born, other than a short period of time where I had some health issues in my 20s, I really have never weighed below 180 wow and so it's
0: been a long time since i can remember so like over 30 years ago yeah and that's a year and a half
1: of you just keep going just keep (laughs) going being persistent and consistent and don't beat myself up when my roller coaster is funky and here's here's something i think that i always had in my mind this visualization of my journey should be, I start here, and I end here, mm-hmm. right? And I've struggled a lot with the speed of my journey over the last year and a half. And I use my fitness pal, obviously. Well, not everybody plugs their weight into my fitness pal every day. I did. It was one of the ways that I would track things. And I was messing around with it here a few months ago and realized that you could actually see a graphic for like the past year or look at it for a longer period of time of your weight loss graphic. And it was really interesting that I started here and I ended here, but it went like this
0: mm-hmm. all okay. the way
1: down where my high number kept getting lower and my low number kept getting lower numbers. So, so it really was this journey that wasn't the straight line from up to down. And I think seeing that visual helped me to to cross over one more hurdle of the fact that you are being successful in the long run you're being successful um and I think that one of the things you've taught you teach us where we're tracking that weight every day and looking at your average by week Mm -hmm. that works for some people I struggled with that that didn't work for me a lot of times, but I think actually having that visual and, and continuing to look at that bigger visual, I started looking at it on a regular basis mm-hmm. to be able, and, and it, I think it's the same goal, is that what you wanna see is that in the long run and on the average, you continue to go down. Right. Um, and I think that that's really important. Um, for me, it was important for me to, to start feeling successful at something because I don't it was always a struggle for me to feel successful at anything
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: so anyway
0: I love that it's awesome we all need different ways to see our progress because that propels us and moves us forward because if we just look at the scale that's depressing right but if we're like okay I feel good I have more energy my clothes are feeling better the scale is slowly going down but like oh my gosh look at this graph Look at my before and afters, which yours is phenomenal. It's beautiful. Um, but that's what that's what I want to wrap up this interview with. I love everything you shared because you're being real. It's not perfect. It's not point A to point B. It's always going to go down every day. There's no way. You went weeks without dropping anything, but you were patient. You were consistent. You trusted the process. And boom, like you dropped two, three pounds, and then you kept going. And that's the beauty of it. It's not a matter of how quickly I lose it. Is am I still living my life, making better decisions and losing some weight? Whereas most people deprive themselves, they hate their life, all to chase a number on the scale. But if you keep doing eating the foods you like and setting up your day for success in your week, oh my gosh, you're going to see that shift. You're going to see that weight loss, but most importantly, you're going to change within. You're going to start gaining that confidence. You're like, you know what? I I do got this. I, I know what to do. I feel good. And even through this whole COVID thing, like so many people are like, "Oh, well, I might as well just sit and eat because I work from home now. The refrigerator is calling my name. You set that standard where you're like, no, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do whatever it takes and I'm going to keep going. Even if I eat some little dubbies or some Oreos that I didn't plan, I Forget will myself. Oh, I'm telling secrets now. Secret time. <laughs> you know, to keep going. And I love that. So a year and a half, you went from 217 to now... 154. And, uh, tell us about your clothes size. Um, two X's to a medium. Wow. So I think,
1: um, jeans wise, I was wearing 16s, um, when we started and I'm in eight to nines. Amazing. So, and then, um, I have a belt, which I'm not wearing it today, but I have a belt, which when I first bought it, I could like barely fasten it. And now, you know, it's got this flapping end on it.
0: Tanya was like, you got to get a new belt. Uh, it was a couple of inches. I'm like, you could wrap that thing around you, woman. Get Here's $10. Go get yourself a new belt. Or but it helps. It's, it's also a reminder every morning, though.
1: Oh, wow. that, you know, I put that belt on and I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, you better not eat wrong
0: today. <laughs> but, you know, forget those Oreos. But so out of the whole program that we've been working together for a year and a half, what are you most proud of that you accomplished or that you learned? Um,
1: For me, was the building of the sense of self-worth and the building of confidence that I do have the ability to make good choices mm-hmm. um, and to make good decisions. Um, and I, I think learning how to do, people call it giving yourself grace, whatever, but it, it's being learning how to be flexible and learning that skill that it's okay to have the piece of cake. Yeah. Because if you deprive yourself from that piece of cake long enough, you're going to eat the whole friggin' cake pan.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? And not so sure. it's okay to have the piece of cake and how to do that successfully. So I think that that's part of it. I think that um, for me, the most successful, it's great to be able to look in the mirror and realize that, uh, although I don't see that, you know, it's the same thing is that when you look at pictures of yourself when you're too large and you look at it, you're like, that's not me because it's not what you see in the mirror with you see pictures where you're smaller, you're also, that's not me because it's not what you see in the mirror. And so, so but it's not just that it's really, I think the shifting mindset of being able to be a new, new you Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that that's okay. And that I don't have to, I think it has allowed me the confidence to build the confidence so that I don't have to base my self-worth on what I think other people think of me. Mm -hmm. It's, it's beyond that. And being able to realize that it's okay for people to have, I don't need to base my sense of self-worth on what I think other people think of me. It's, it's, what do I think of myself? Am I happy? Am I healthy? Um, and, and, and be able to deal with that. So for me, I think that's, that was the biggest accomplishment that this journey is moving me forward on is yes, I'm getting healthier. I'm getting healthier physically. I'm getting healthier uh, financially because you know, with COVID I'm hanging at home and I'm not spending a lot of money on a lot of sweet stuff and wine, but, but it's that, it's that getting healthier psychologically and mentally as well for me um, I think is whats is what I'm most proud of, is being able to, with your help, thank you, learn that it's okay to be me, um, and not to base my who I am on what I think other people want me to be.
0: And I love that you said that, because so many people are expecting for you to say, oh, I weigh this much. And that is the last thing I yeah. hear about. Yes, that's why you come to me. I help you get there. But the reward is, look how much your life has changed, how much you've gained through confidence, self-esteem, just accepting who you are, and even being more of who you really are. And not caring what other people think of you is so refreshing. There's so much freedom in there. And the reason why I am a coach today is because of everything you explained. Because once I did this, I go, holy moly, am I a different person? I have more energy. I am I'm, like you said, like I'm a little peppy. I wasn't that way. When I started, I was, a, I was, I was kind of a bully. I was mean because I didn't like myself. So I would pick on people and I just wasn't a happy person to be around. I was like the party pooper. Just talked about myself all the time. Like I wasn't a person you wanted to be around. I didn't even like myself. And through this whole process as I gained or as I lost weight, I found myself. I found what do I like activity wise, food wise, to live my life and i go there's so much more to flexible dieting than just the food it's just awareness on you taking control of yourself and having that discipline for yourself and when i found that out i'm like oh my gosh everyone needs to know about this because i'm not just gonna help you with your food i'm gonna help you with you boo boo i'm gonna help you do you boo boo i'm gonna help you gain who you are so i love that you said it that way because literally everything that you explain i experience and that's why i'm so passionate about what i do because i'm not a quick fix cookie cutter coach, I'm gonna to here to help you and pull yourself, your identity out and help you live the, you know, the rest of your life. Loving yourself and being happy with who you are. And it always starts with nutrition and exercise. But then like you said, we dig in deeper on a mental level because if you don't change mentally, it's hard to change physically. You gotta believe in yourself. You gotta have that attitude of, I got this. And it takes longer, like you said. Sometimes it takes that, I see that 170s and you're like, yes! let's do this. Bring it on. So I love your whole journey, your weight loss, everything. It's just, it's like beautiful. It's like, okay, Sandy, you are good to go. You don't need me anymore. You know exactly. Oh, that's not
1: true.
0: (laughs) Don't you worry. But you know, like I have full confidence to say, you got this, you you're there. And I, and I love that. And I know you're going to push yourself even more. But um, I'm gonna go into lightning round, okay? We're gonna switch. Okay. We're, gonna, we're gonna wrap it up, but I right. know more about you. Um, okay, lightning round. If, okay, so the, the goal of this game is you come up with the first answers that pop into your head, all right? Okay. All right. If you were stranded on an island and you had three items to take with you, what three items would you take?
1: Oh, Lord, uh, water. <laughs> <laughs> A good book, um, and a phone
0: so I can stay in contact with my family. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You're gonna message me tonight, and you're gonna be like Tanya, I want to change my answers. I know, I
1: know. It's like no, okay, it's fine. All right, next favorite movie. Oh Lord, you know I don't know that I have a favorite movie. I really like um, um. I used to always say it was Ghost because Ghost just had everything in it, you know, it had romance, it had a little mystery, it had humor. Um, but I also just watched Hamilton, <laughs> and so I, I'm really digging Hamilton right now. So,
0: yay! Okay, one place you'd like to visit? Um, Australia. One language you'd like to learn? Spanish. Your favorite five k? event that you've completed?
1: I think it has to be the color run in Jefferson City because that's of all the 5Ks that I've done, that was always the one I did. I think I did one by myself and then the second one my daughter-in-law did and then after that we did it as a family and we walked it so it wasn't like a, a 5K run but doing it with the whole family was what I think makes it the most. So I would say that one.
0: Mine was too when I did the color on postman. your favorite meal?
1: I think it's still the cheeseburger. Um my favorite, favorite, favorite meal is uh to go out to eat at Gojo's on the plaza in Kansas City. Um and um the hibachi meal. Yes. This is, this is, of course, you know, that cheat meal. I hate to call it a cheat, but the, 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 give yourself grace to have a good meal. I think that would be one of my favorites. I love that. I'll
0: also try it. And finally, who inspires you? Um, I think that, um, I have a
1: few people who inspire me. My son. Mm -hmm. To always be better mm-hmm. my daughter-in-law to prove that it can be done and my grandsons 100% watching them oh my god you know they inspire me every day to want to be healthy so that I'm here to watch their children mm-hmm. do the same stuff so, um, and last but not least of
0: course you <laughs> I love that that's so sweet but that's why I always say that question for last, because it's, you are who you are by the people that inspire you, that mentor you, that, that you reach out and you're like, I know I can be better and I need to be better because these people are depending on me to be better. And I love that. It's, it's so awesome. I could relate to my family. Like they need me to be healthier. Right. They need me to be here because if I'm not here, I can't experience life with them. And so I, I love those answers. Well, Sandy, thank you so much for joining us, sharing your story, I I had a blast. Like you, you were so authentic and real and you're like, hey, you ain't gonna be perfect, but it's okay, and if you splurge, it's okay. Okay, Okay. knowing you're not gonna lose 60 pounds in a month. It might take longer, but as long as you keep going, it's gonna happen, you're just gonna be patient, consistent, trust the process. I would have to give that a huge amen. Yeah! (laughs) Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. If you ever have any questions or concerns, you know you could always reach out to me on social media: the diet doc, Jefferson City, or Tanya Burton. Thank you everyone, and take care. And Sandy, we'll Hi. have you back on this show. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone.